Trying to decide whether that new game is worth your $60? Or maybe you're just wondering if an old game is worth your time. Well, you came to the right place. This is the only podcast that tries to answer the question. Should I buy it, though? Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Should I Buy It, Though? I'm Groot. (laughs) And I am Groot. And I am Floor. Aww. And this week we're talking about <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, Ooh. the uh, the apparent end to the Guardians of the Galaxy, at least in its current iteration. Um, so yeah, we will disclaimer will remain pretty spoiler free throughout. So uh, mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. for whatever reason something is coming with us on the alarms, um, <laughs> but yeah. I guess uh, just to to kick it off, I don't think the Guardians of the Galaxy needs big explanation. It's the next MCU movie. Everyone knows the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I wanted to know how everyone felt going into it. In particular, I'm curious, Nick. I know the 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 Marvel fatigue has been hitting you um, pr- pretty pretty hard. So I, I'm curious how you felt about Guardians. I feel like um, from my end, Guardians is one of the series I enjoy. More than average, I would say. I, I think James Gunn does a, does a really great job with them. The first Guardians in particular was like really great, in uh, to, to my taste at least. Um, and I was pretty excited going into this one. In particular, I was excited because um, it had been billed as kind of like the end of the series. And I like, you know, someone taking the time to give something an end as opposed to just like endlessly churning oh. on forever. So I was curious to see what they were going to do with that. Um, I don't know if I had strong, strong feelings beyond that. Just, I was curious and I was excited. I, I was hoping it'd be good. James Gunn does generally pretty good work. So Nick, what, how, how are you, how are you feeling? <laughs> um, I still have Marvel fatigue, but I love this movie a lot. Um, because it didn't feel, it felt like the finale of the guardians franchise. It didn't feel like, uh, an extension of the MCU, which the past few movies have felt like. And, um, James Gunn's phenomenal. I mean, every single Guardians movie I've loved to death. Um, back when I didn't really know anything about these characters, I think he did a good job of making me like care about them. Back yeah. when the first movie came out, and now, yeah, they're they're like a staple superhero group for a lot of people. I think, and it's they, it, it was a really solid way to end his set of films. Yeah, um, yeah, because I think the Guardians will. I don't know, as a group or, or whatever they choose to do in the future for the MCU, I think the characters will be around, but um, his iteration of them will not be there because he's moving on to right. DC now. So, um, yeah, no, I'm a big fan of, of this movie in particular, whether Marvel has me back on board yet or not. Uh, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say that I have Marvel fatigue, more like having Marvel eh. Which I feel like, you know, I'm going to see them. Like, I'm going to go watch them anyways. But there are definitely ones where I go and I watch and I'm like, okay, but what was the point of this one other than just for the sake of making a movie, right? But I feel like this one really had a purpose, set out to do its purpose, and it did it quite well, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I I feel like we didn't do Ant-Man, did we? Did we skip that one? Uh, we talked about it personally quite a bit, but oh, yeah. we did yeah, not I record don't think an episode. We got around to doing an episode on it. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> As for the better, um, I, I think Ant Man will come up a bit. Actually, I think uh, uh, the next segue. Well, I guess the the general pr- spoiler free premise for for people who may not have seen it yet is like we said, it's kind of been built to be the last Guardians movie. A lot of it centers around Rocket. Um, Mm -hmm. and basically rocket falls ill and there are some complication or doesn't fall ill, but basically rocket is in a critical state. Mm -hmm. Uh, and there are a couple of, uh, complications. So rocket is out of commission. Um, and people have to kind of dig a little bit into his, as of now, unknown backstory to, uh, to solve those. And it leads to a lot of new characters and it leads to new places and new threats for a lot of people. Um, 
I thought it was a it was a really interesting it was like a simple premise like they didn't it wasn't some world ending thing like far from it which I really appreciated mm-hmm. because especially there was um I don't think it ever got bad especially because I feel like they they drove it uh to a point with Infinity War but there was a point like halfway through the Infinity Saga where I was like what are you going to do when like every movie has to be a world ending threat? Because that's kind of where like a lot of the early movies went. Well, to be fair and still spoiler free, it definitely had a world's end. Right, right. <laughs> Just not the main Earth world's yeah, end yeah. as we know it. I guess uh, uh, what I'm trying to say is I appreciate that this story feels a lot more personal. Yeah, personal. Mm-hmm. Um, for and sure. it's, it's also what like, in my view, we were talking about this with one of our friends afterwards, after we saw it. Um, I really appreciate that, like, this team-up movie, as opposed to something like The Avengers, where it's like, oh, people come together. And, like, it might not always be the same group of people, but generally, like, there's a core group. And, like, maybe the baton can be passed and The Avengers goes on ad infinitum, which perhaps could happen with The Guardians, right? But mm-hmm. The Guardians, as we presently know them is like this group of people who are always together. Maybe the group changes a little bit, but generally it's about this core group of people who are together all the time. Yeah, and usually the changes are just new members being added, not like a cycling out or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. And so the thing is that like, because this is a, a movie where like we only know the characters as a group, it kind of makes it so that it's possible to do an end, right? It's possible to do an end either for individual characters, whether that be through like deaths, like we saw in like volume two, or whether that be through, you know, leaving the group or like whatever, like it's, it's possible to kind of do this in a lot of different ways. And I appreciated that this, uh, this movie tried to like kind of bring some amount of closure to a lot of different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't get into any sort of specifics, but um, uh, like we were saying, I think what what I want to talk about now is some of the new like characters that got brought in. Mm-hmm. In particular, I just want to say, I don't know the actor's name, but I think, what did we think about the High Evolutionary, who is kind of the main villain for this movie? I think he kicked ass whoever that actor was like phenomenal it was awesome i love a good like villain that thinks that they're not a villain and instead that they are helping like it was Mm -hmm. it was very thanos vibes without being thanos and doing what thanos did where like he felt like what he was doing was was godly and was like his call to make it right in the universe it makes it very interesting yeah that made him more uh hateable because yeah it's like really like that you think what you're doing is like right you know that was infuriating and how yeah just he, he doesn't care about anyone as long as he attains what he think to be the ideal scenario you know exactly i think i think it does it does a good job of like instilling what makes uh often makes a villain good which is like like you were saying like make they believe that they're the good guy they're doing this but also at the same time not not that this is a bad thing like i like this in certain movies but i think for this movie it worked well we're like the movie does not pretend that he's some like deep, like multi-layered, like he's actually no, doing good. The yeah. movie's like, no, 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 he's a piece of shit. Uh, you know, he's deluded and he believes that he's doing good, but he's a piece of shit. And I think that that fit the movie well. It made it so that like things didn't feel too rushed. And to uh, to go back to Nick, like you were, uh, you asked about Ant Man earlier. I was gonna say, I think this kind of did what I wanted to see with Kang. Like I, I liked Kang uh, uh, in Ant-Man. I thought it was fine, but it was, uh, I would have done that storyline a little bit differently. I liked mm. what they did with this guy here. Um, obviously if it's going to be a multi-movie threat, it's a different thing, but like, I like what they did with him. And I'm also like, damn, this actor probably could have, could have been a great Kang. Like, well, I was going <laughs> to say, if they're to make any interesting casting decisions here yeah. in the future, this guy would be kind of good to, to jump in there. Yeah. You know? I'm sure you could put like a few prosthetics on him and like people would just buy into it. Well, that's the <laughs> thing though. It's a multiverse. They could do whatever the hell yeah. they want, you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. it yeah, could just exactly. be this guy, you know, also some of his <laughs> Powers were very similar to what we saw in Quantum. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 
So I have a question. Mm -hmm. So uh, spoiler free, but all of the ads were saying the best Marvel movie since Endgame. Do you Uh, guys feel like that's um, true? Or do you feel like, you know, they say that for every movie, that was just probably a marketing technique? Definitely one of them, I think. I mean, I I have bias for Spider-Man, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. I know people have problems with the most recent Spider-Man, but I loved it especially for nostalgic reasons, but um, I would say this is pretty darn close for sure. I I would say probably like top three. I'm trying to remember like everything that's come out since Endgame, but for me, me definitely like number one is uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm. I also have a huge bias to Spider-Man. So like it (laughs) it was a movie that was very much made for me and like ticks all the right nostalgia boxes and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then... I feel like this is up there with Black Panther. Like they're good for very different reasons, but I really mm-hmm. liked Wakanda Forever. Um, and so I think I think this is like at that tier. I think what this has going for it as opposed to Black Panther is like um probably just because we've had more movies with them and they've been more prominently featured in a number of stuff, but like I have more attachment to these characters than I did mm-hmm. of a lot of people in Wakanda Forever. Like mm-hmm. that cast of characters, I was like, whoa amazing performances but some of them i'm like i feel like i'm still like kind of just getting to know you whereas i feel like we've had a lot more of the guardians so it wasn't fighting that battle as much whereas the stuff that was happening to these characters in this movie like really hit hard for me yeah not just because certain moments were were strong or powerful which they were but just because you grow to love these characters over the years from Mm -hmm. the first couple movies whereas in some of the other ones that have come out since endgame um I don't think I would have that feeling towards other characters if something bad were to happen to them. Yeah. Yeah. This one, I absolutely did. Um, I was going to say, like, to answer the question, as far as the feeling that I had watching Endgame, that, like, emotional roller coaster and just devastation at some points and like euphoria at others like when you see something really good happen that that teeters the seesaw into their direction mm-hmm. maybe for whatever's happening i definitely would say that this movie impacted me way more than a lot of other mcu films have since endgame i definitely sobbed a few a few times actually oh, yeah. um so I would say, yeah, I agree. Definitely one of the the better movies that have come out since Endgame as far as, well, everything, really. And as far as um, compared to the other Guardians movies, I think this one's just as good as the other oh, yeah. two. I mean, you could say like, oh, one's better than the other one or two or three, but like they're all they're kind all of on good. equal playing field for me. I think as a, a complete trilogy compared to the other MCU movies, mm-hmm. this is like one of the best ones because they're all oh, yeah. so solid, you know? I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. And also, even though I sobbed in a few points, like it still had that Guardians of the Galaxy charm of humor in appropriate places to like keep it. It wasn't like just a downer, like staying spoiler free. You're probably hearing, oh, she sobbed. Oh, no. Like it wasn't just sad, right? Like it Mm -hmm. had action. It had excitement. It had happiness. It had humor as well. That really just made it a super well-rounded film for me. Yeah, no. James Gunn... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say d- just that James Gunn definitely gets that balance really well. And I think I don't know how true this is. I would have to, like, go back and really, like, rewatch them with, like, paying attention to this in mind. But I often see people saying that, like, the annoying MCU humor started after the first Guardians, like, where they really tried shoehorning that into a lot of stuff. Um, I could see that being the case because it was one of the first movies. I say like the first Guardians and like Thor Ragnarok were some of the ones that like, Actually, really surprised I, us with tone. You know, I would argue the first Avengers movie impacted me because yeah. of the like the joke of like, does mother know you wear it? Yeah, yeah, I will never forget that. And being like, oh, shit. So we're going to be funny, too. OK, the first but, Avengers did have a lot of humor in it. I think yeah. after Guardians, maybe everyone was like, OK, we're only doing humor now that we're making. Yeah, comedy I would movies. say, yeah, because everyone wanted yeah, to copy yeah. it. It was it was well done. Whereas the first Avengers mm-hmm. movie was still kind of that marvely like, yeah, that was cute. Yeah, but not hysterical. Yeah. For sure. Um, I was going to say, though, that 
first of all, James Gunn is fantastic at what he does at writing and directing, but Mm -hmm. I think he kind of got to the root of what I care about in any story is that he kind of made it about the characters throughout the trilogy. So you, you care about them and what happens to them. And that makes the plot more interesting versus Mm -hmm. some of these other Marvel movies lately made it about the plot first. Like, Ant man, I thought was very, plot heavy move on to the next phase but i'm like i don't fair, care what's yeah. happening to the the individuals that i'm watching you know mm-hmm. um gotcha. that, that's yeah. what made some of these moments more more powerful here because the the conversations and the interactions and the jabs that they have at one another is just i don't you care about them you grow to love like all their personalities and i i'm more of a fan of get the characters right first to yeah me. totally yeah. agreed also, something I, I really appreciate about uh, this movie, again, like, I think just having this, like, set ensemble is such a strength for this. Uh, because, like, you look at, like, Iron Man, right? Like, as a as a movie franchise, like, because it's just about him, like, yeah, you can introduce this, like, you know, you can fill out the ensemble a little bit. But, like, it's just, it's about Iron Man. And so, like, the only natural conclusion really is, like, retirement or death, Right. Because otherwise it's like, well, if he's still being Iron Man, like he's still being Iron Man. I think the ensemble gives you a little bit of that of that leeway. And I think something that without like spoilers that I appreciate uh, he's willing to do with these characters is tell you like a complete story. But mm-hmm. completion doesn't always mean like neatly tied up in a bow. There's a lot of complex relationships here. Um, you know, you have rocket who who's like past and also kind of like place in the group is always a little bit murky uh so far as we've seen you have stuff like now you have quill with gamora who is not his gamora and also like essentially just left thanos like at the very end of uh end game right you have all these different things going on and so i appreciate that he's like cool like this is the story and this is where they're at and like maybe it doesn't there's i didn't feel the need to rush to be like oh we need to speed along so- Sorry, I don't know why these notifications are It's okay. The neighbors are walking upstairs anyway. Okay. Uh, I feel like he didn't have the need to be like, oh, we need to rush this along and hit these plot points so that this can tie up and like we can have a happy ending here or a sad ending or like whatever. Well, sometimes it's like, well, things are undefined and that's okay. Like that resolution kind of in and of itself. The way that they handled Gamora in this movie, I thought was perfect i amazing Mm -hmm. um it was kind of the opposite of what we got from the new star wars trilogy where everyone was trying to course correct the movie that came before but this one whether james gunn wanted you know what happened to his characters and endgame to happen or not he rolled with it and he told kind of a more a, a deeper story because of it or from it um and made the whole gamora peter connection more interesting yeah. because of it. And I, I thought that was very well done. Mm-hmm. I, I do find it. Uh, I love what you said about like course correcting movies, because I have found um, like, since we saw it every now and then I've seen like a, like a little clip from like an interview on Twitter. And I've seen a couple of like really funny ones because dude, uh, um, I believe they consulted him for infinity war, but not for Endgame. Oh boy. And so uh, I guess uh, apparently he had written this script like before Infinity War was even done. Like he's he's had the script done for a really long time. And so like at the end of uh, Endgame, when like Thor's with them and everything, apparently he goes to Kevin Feige. He's like, I'm not going to I'm not doing it. I'm like Thor is like he's not part of the plan. Get rid of him. <laughs> and so he was like, oh, it's OK. Taika's doing Thor first. So like he'll just have the Guardians in it and like they'll deal with it there. So it's like, wow. man, that's funny. But also like, yeah, like maybe Thor suffered for that a little bit. Maybe. You know? <laughs> that, yeah, that's, that's a also, fair point. I'm a little upset. I'm not upset. But like, I remember reading something about Taika Waititi saying that the only reason he put the goats in was to force James Gunn to have to deal with them later. That's got to be and a joke. That's a joke, I think. I I took it as it sounded like like fun like oh like it's a joke but also like I did that to him and the goats did not show up again. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So if you're coming to the movie for the screaming goats, uh, I'm sorry. I'm to so sorry. You. They just they're just not gonna. 
be there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like o- overall, I-, I feel like that worked really well. Another thing that I want to talk about just also, because I know, uh, uh, we've discussed this for like some of the other Marvel projects, uh, and stuff in general is that I appreciated that this looked like a movie, like <laughs> there were sets and mm. like, yeah, obviously there's obviously a ton of CGI, especially in like a sci-fi movie like this, but like, it looked good. How, how did you feel about, about the way it looked? I really liked it. Yeah. I thought he the sets was were great. A, he's yeah. a real filmmaker. I mean, the camera moved in interesting ways and the action yeah. scenes were like, well choreographed one in particular was like, yes. one of the best fight scenes you'll see in a Marvel movie. And mm-hmm. you could just tell there's a lot of like care put into it compared to some of the other ones. They're like, cranking out <laughs> like it's factory yeah. made. Yeah. You know? This was yeah, very, very well done on just a filmmaking level, you know. I and agree. he's so good at making a compelling, funny action scene. Yes. It's yeah. not just, oh, guy got kind of shot and you see him like go flying off. It's like someone gets shot in the leg and they're like, ah, ah! and it's like, yeah, it's, yeah you know, someone would and be screaming. The character's personalities are put into the fights, too. It's not. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's throwaway. It's like you care about the story that's being told within the little scenes, too. Yeah. It's Even- kind of like like what I like about uh, a lot of Spider-Man combat. Uh, but you know across a number of characters so it really like brings a lot to those scenes when you especially like for characters that maybe their role in combat is not actual like fighting Mm -hmm. but is like influence of the people around them that's also really interesting to see and it makes sense for the characters that maybe like I'm trying to do this without spoiling yeah yeah but like some of the characters are less like combat averse and they're more like utility. Like they're really useful in other ways. And in those fight scenes, they shined in their own way. Everyone did. Like, so it's like Palazzo said, where the choreography and what they did and the actions they took was tailored to each character, which was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Next next question, which is, I think, important for these movies in general. Mm-hmm. How did we feel about the soundtrack? Because the first two have had awesome soundtracks. Mm-hmm. I feel like very iconic, get added to a lot of playlists. How did we feel about this one as we've progressed in time? It was good, but not the best. I liked it. Still. I agree. I think I think it was good. Like it was fine. It was enjoyable. It was nowhere near as good as the first two. And but, it's maybe yeah. just my taste in music or something. But yeah, it wasn't. I agree like... with that. But I also feel like it couldn't have been because of the tone and a lot of what they were experiencing. You know what I mean? But I, it, they still found their moments to play. I'm no, like, absolutely. They, they had some great uh, choices, especially towards the beginning and the end. Mm-hmm. But like in the middle of the movie, like when fight scenes like come on and like music started playing, I feel like we didn't get quite as many like there are certain scenes that like i can hear and see it in my mind when i think about I understand. them i feel like that wasn't necessarily the case here i'm like oh it looked really cool i can't remember that might have helped the middle yeah. of the movie because my biggest issue with it was pacing but <laughs> um uh, the music choices were solid i do love that the last music choice um that they picked was also the first one that they used in the yeah. first part mm-hmm. was the yes. come and get your love mm-hmm. i love so that i i enjoy that a lot but um music was fine it was good yeah, yeah. well yeah. Palazzo, why don't you tell us a little bit about pacing uh yeah um i kind of felt this way about black panther also it it's not the longest superhero movie i've seen in a while either because batman is over three hours but everything they put into batman i felt was purposeful and, and meaningful but there were other times even in this movie which i thought was more entertaining than the last few Marvel movies. It just, it dragged in certain moments and I'm like, okay, can we skip forward to the next big part? And I still, Mm -hmm. I I felt, I felt the length in this one. And I think that might've been um, pacing issues, which is crazy to say, because guardians is so funny and action packed that I felt like maybe I wouldn't have that problem, but I did not every scene matters. Unfortunately, Mm. Um, they're just dragging in a couple of them. I don't know. Did you two feel that? Hannah? I'm trying to think. There was definitely a moment. Like, I know that my attention span as a human with ADHD is probably not, like, the best. But 
I was in You mean you didn't take your Vivance directly before you watched yeah. the film? <laughs> no, but like what I mean to say is that I was encapsulated, but there was a moment in the middle where I absentmindedly took out my phone. And then I realized what, what I was doing and I put it back like almost immediately. <laughs> but like it was subconscious where it, I just like pulled it out and then I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm, I'm in a movie theater and I like put it back like immediately. So I don't remember exactly when it was. Wait, actually, I, I don't remember when it was either, but I remember noticing it and being like, yeah, because the light flashed for a second. And then I was brought immediately back to reality and was like, what am I doing? But I did notice, like, I don't remember when it was, but I, my monkey brain went to check my phone for a Bad. minute. Yeah, Bad. I know. I know. But I'm going to slap you across the was. hands with a ruler. I don't remember when it was, but it could have been maybe it was dragging a little bit. And so I it was like a subconscious thing that happens when your attention isn't being grabbed 100 percent of the time. I don't um, know. Wild. I think for me, I looked at the clock at one one time, one point. Mm-hmm. It was um, I'm just going to say they were on Earth. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they were jumping back and forth between like Gamora's on the ship and these three are on another ship and these two are on a motorcycle. Yes, and yes, it was yes, a lot yes. of like, OK, I know where they are. Can we just like get to the point? You know now? what? That might have been that might have been where I did, too. Which is crazy because that's like a huge set piece. <laughs> yeah. it, is. And it was a great set yeah. piece, too. But yeah. it just that part dragged for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I it's. It's hard for me to say whether it's because of the movie or because of my own brain, because I, as a, as a creative and as a person who runs a show where I'm always coming up with ideas and I have like a running list of like new season ideas for Drimbus where like I'm always writing stuff. I will sometimes begin to ideate when I see something like really cool. Oh yeah. Um, But there's a, like when I'm really into something, I don't think about anything else. There were a couple of times during this movie where, like, for example, I really like um, uh, just to, to praise something else. Uh, I really like the way that this handles like, a, oh, here's like a different world and here's how this planet looks. Or like, here's this like species of alien. Here's how they do this funky thing on this kind of base. Like, I really like that aspect of sci-fi, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like reminisces to something I really like about Star Wars almost does it uh better it's less fleshed out than star wars but has more variety where i'm like ooh, that's like interesting you know mm-hmm. um without like spoiling anything but we visit some really cool locations that operate in really cool ways in yeah, uh, yeah. In this movie and so there were a couple of moments where like i was presented with a cool concept and then i think like the conversations that followed left enough room that i caught myself daydreaming for like a minute or two before i checked back in i totally understand i totally understand and uh that happens to me all the time as well and it definitely happened to me a few times but that's not necessarily a bad thing like it was just the ideas were so cool and the images were so like awesome that I yeah. That if help, you didn't but, like, keep it immediately moving, it was like my brain's gonna gonna run with that for a second. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Speaking of Star Wars, though, I know James Gunn had like a big um, connection or just inspiration from Star Wars when he set out to make these movies. Because on Twitter, I think you can see he that. posted it was mm-hmm. on uh, May the fourth. the The movie mm-hmm. came out. And he mm-hmm. goes, 11 years ago, I had a meeting with Marvel Studios about the possibility of doing a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I remember driving home and thinking I didn't want to make a movie like Star Wars, but a movie that made people feel like Star Wars made me feel yeah. as a kid. Um, outlandish characters, extraordinary locations, a space opera with a touch of magic filled with heart. Um, and he goes, thank you for Star Wars for inspiring me and how appropriate that the third of our trilogy is playing on May the 4th. May the 4th be with you, blah, blah, blah. That's so I cute. love that because that's exactly the feeling I got from yes. it. And like, yeah. Even down to e- the aesthetics are so different. They're so much more colorful, but it still captures a lot of what I do love about Star Wars, where like I've kind of learned this about myself. I think I love the idea of Star Wars more than I love actual Star Wars at times. Like the um, world I, I like Star Wars a lot. But, like, I love the retro future look to it. I love the idea of all these different species and, like, you know, like, the idea of, like, the culture of Mandalorians and that sort of stuff. Uh, And I think this movie, again, less fleshed out, but kind of more interesting to my brain in some ways. Mm -hmm. And I think he did capture the feel of it, too. 
because I think you mentioned world building and I agree, but yeah. it's also Star Wars. What they did beautifully with the original trilogy was they had a great, amazing world with great, um, you know, aliens and locations and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, the the characters were first, like Luke's story yeah. with Darth Vader and Leia and yeah. Han. When yeah. the trilogy was over, like their stories are what you kind of gave a crap about. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and how they affected what they interacted with, yeah. you know? And I think that's what has made modern Star Wars suffer a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Is that the stories were so good that they're too afraid to let them go and just tell new stories. Because yeah. when they do let them go, they do some, like, some really cool stuff. But then they're like, oh, wait, we got to tie everything back in, which I think we're we're seeing across a lot of different, like, media universes right yeah. now. I understand the temptation, but, like, if you're going to do it, you got to be do it wisely and do it in very small doses, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why the first couple of Mandalorian season worked out so well, because it was mostly, mostly new stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I want I want Nick Palazzo's uh, flash uh, review of the new Mandalorian season. Um, it, it was it's good. It's fun. It's, it's so okay. fun. It's yeah. not as good as the other two Mm-mm. seasons. Mm-hmm. I definitely liked Andor. Uh, a lot more than Agreed. season three. Yeah, of that was really cool. Yeah. 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 And that has been the flash review section. <laughs> please subscribe <laughs> this to our has Patreon. Been. <laughs> yeah, please subscribe to our Patreon. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com slash should I buy. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so I guess without getting into spoilery territory, um, how do we feel about where this leaves us in terms of the guardians without commenting on anyone's specific fate or chances for returning or anything. Are we, are we satisfied? Do we think like it, it set out to do its, its job? Um, just like the new Dr. Strange movie. I, my answer would be yes until we hit the end credits. And then I, I roll my <laughs> eyes a little bit, not as egregious as that, but then, you know, a little text popped up at the end and I'm like, but why we don't need to. I I will discuss this with you in spoiler zone after okay. because I think I think I understand why and I'm like okay with it. But I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um as far as I am, like to be perfectly honest, the only reason I may not be fully satisfied is because I love the Guardians of the Galaxy so much that I would willingly and would love to watch like two or three more. So just the reason I may not be a hundred percent satisfied is just because I love them. I love them so much, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't a satisfying way to do the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, oh, but I wish I just love them so much. Like they really, they really could keep going. Like they could. Yeah. But for the ending, I do think that it's it's satisfying in the sense of leaving it. There's something loud outside. It's it clean. left things open ended. In a way that still felt like a conclusion, mm-hmm. which was really nice. Yeah. yeah. I do. There was like one character non-spoilery where I was like, okay, that makes sense. But you could like, I, f- I felt like. Howard the Duck. <laughs> yeah. It just felt like that character chose to leave just because. Whoa, 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 spoiler. I'm not, I'm saying, I'm saying, cause you know, they, they, some, whatever, like non-spoilery. There like was like one character. Yeah. There was like one character times. where I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, I guess I could see that. But it also kind of was like, that left me feeling a little more sad than like satisfied. I was more like, okay, I mean, you didn't have to, but. If that's if that's what it's going to be, then okay. You know what I mean? Sure. If we're ignoring uh, like the future of Marvel and just going from from the first second the movie starts to the the time the movie ends, I was satisfied with all character endings, and I was very happy. But knowing Marvel and the cash yeah. cow that they have, that's what yeah. makes mm-hmm. me upset for the future. But just this movie alone and James Gunn's end, like I'm very very happy with how everything turned out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was actually going to say that I totally disagree with you, Hannah. I don't want any more Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Well, I'm, I, I'm very much like a when I like something, I want as little of it as possible 
to maintain the highest quality you can. Yeah. I want a nice Breaking Bad situation where you have the story plotted out. You give it the time it needs to breathe, but you do not try to like add any like crazy storylines. And I think, I mean, that is what James Gunn did have like an overall storyline in mind. It was always meant to be three movies. And so that's what happened here. And I don't want anymore, even like, I, I have no doubt that there will be at the very least more movies in like the Guardians universe, which I think mm-hmm. is totally like fine because I'm sure there's a lot of interesting stuff to explore here. But like even and I'm pretty sure they're going to do it, but I'm sure there will. Here's like a, a random theory with like no spoilers as far as this movie, but like I'm sure there will eventually be probably another Guardians movie, at least with a different team, kind of like what mm-hmm. they're heading towards with the Avengers. And I kind of don't want that. That's I, don't, fair. I don't know why, but just like my gut tells me I don't want it. Um, yeah. and, and just, to, it's gonna just happen. to clarify, it was a prefacing of why, like, in the moment, I may not have been satisfied because it's not like I want them to make more. It's that I yeah, would, yeah. like it would be cool if they did make more. So when I first heard about it being the end, I was like, oh, really? But that's like one of the best parts of Marvel. OK, it was like that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I'm, I'm pretty satisfied with where all the characters leave off. I think mm-hmm. they wrapped them all up. Um, uh, no spoiler, but there was a, not a jump scare, but like there was, there's a moment towards the end of the movie where I was like, what are you really doing this? <laughs> like, uh, I, I don't know, uh, Nick, if, if you know what I'm talking about towards the very end of the movie. Uh, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, oh, yeah, I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, my God, is this happening, like, right now? Yeah, yeah no, yeah, I yeah. thought so, too. But just uh, something about it, I'm like, no, it, it like, I, I had, like, every doubt in the world. I'm like, something. I did not expect. I, I had every doubt for a I didn't expect the resolution seconds. that yeah. came of it to happen. That was brilliant. But I was like, okay, okay come on. Someone is going to do something, you know? Yeah. 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 It's definitely, there's, there's some really great, like, surprising, like, kind of edge of your seat moments in here, which are sometimes hard to do with media where, like, you know it's a franchise and, like, you're kind of expecting people to be okay. I think Guardians is very good at playing with, like, you genuinely don't know what's going to happen. And, and it's, a, it's a fun ride to go on. Mm-hmm. The one very specific question I want to ask that is might be hard to dance around without spoilers, um, but I'm curious what you thought about because it was kind of my biggest complaint with the movie. Uh, not like a major one, but like just my brain keeps coming back to it is how we felt about Adam Warlock because Adam Warlock gets set up before and I feel like he it was a case of like, shit, we already set it up. This is the last one. We got to do something with it. But it was like a totally kind of unnecessary addition to the film. I didn't hate it. Like, I think I liked what they did with it. But I was like, you could have made this film just as good and not had any of this in here. I I loved it. (laughs) I loved it, too. (laughs) To be perfectly honest, I kind of forgot the setup. Like, it'd been so long since I watched it that when I saw him, I was like, oh, new guy. Cool. Like, I totally forgot about the setup so it wasn't like uh a big thing or expectation for the movie that i know it may have been for like a lot of other people yeah but i i really liked it especially oh god spoilers um (laughs) (laughs) i enjoyed it i there's a train jean lucas there's a train okay i really liked it actually i i love a character that is following orders and then has moments to really analyze those orders and then act upon how they feel about it. You know what I mean? That is a kind of character trope that I really enjoy, especially when, although he's like, obviously like a full fledged being, he's, his brain is like really young. Like he's technically like a child with how long he's been alive. So, I really liked that aspect, but I do admit that that's one of my favorite tropes that a movie or show can have. I think what's his name? I think it's Will Poulter is his name. I think. Yes. Um, I think he the did great a great Will job Poulter. With it. I think I think it was, yeah. he was great casting for it. For me, it was just a matter of like you used him as best as you could. Like it made sense, but 
I think there's an alternate universe where like maybe the third movie is more centered around that story and it feels a little more cohesive, even though it is tied in really well. I don't know why it just felt tacked on to me kind of throughout. Like, I feel like I kept waiting for something bigger to happen that never hmm. came. Yeah, he was comic relief for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rather than maybe how people expect him to be mm-hmm. used. I could see a movie with him, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That I would, yeah. I would like to see. Um, but no, or even like a short, like yeah, a, like a, short a, like a Disney yeah, plus like special, special or whatever. Or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not what I was expecting, but once I realized what he was, I, I was on board with it. You know? Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess I never fully came to the realization until the end of the movie that I was like, Oh, that's it. You know, like it's, yeah. it's not going anywhere else. Right. Mm-hmm. Which was, uh, yeah, maybe my my only like main like plot thing where I was like, it felt like a little bit of a dangling. He thread. had a friend in the movie, and I loved that. <laughs> yes, I mm-hmm. loved it too. I loved it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about before we like vote? I guess. Um, um, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Hannah. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Because the big thing is Rocket. Do we save that for spoilers? Um, if you want to talk specifics, yeah. If not, if we, if you can dance around it, then let's talk about it now. I, uh, yeah, I could dance around a little bit just because Rocket is the center of this movie. And ultimately yes. yeah. what James Gunn had said is that a lot of what he put into the storytelling with Rocket kind of reflects how he feels about himself. So it was yes. a very personal mm-hmm. story. I would like to like read up more on that. Um, but y- you, you could just, just tell how much passion was put into that character. I think that's his favorite guardians member as well. I saw he said, so on, he did like kind of like an AMA, but on Twitter the other day and someone asked him if rocket was his favorite and he said, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, just the whole backstory and, and making him about the movie and that, that also further connecting the team with each other led to some, Mm -hmm. like some of the most powerful moments in the MCU. So, um, yeah, if you like Rocket, you're going to love this movie. <laughs> I agree. And also, without spoilers, like because we get to see a little bit of his backstory, I didn't feel like there were characters introduced that I was like, there are too many characters. Why? Like, I don't really yeah. care. I This was done so beautifully that those characters that were introduced, really, I came to care about them a lot. And it made it very impactful yeah. when yeah. you learned what happened. He kept it to a pretty narrow scope, uh, which I think worked really well. And yeah, I'm I'm very curious to like hopefully read up. I doubt he's gonna like, you know, break it down detail by detail, but I'm curious, like, yeah, what it is about Rocket that like he felt reflected him. Uh, because it w- it was a great story, but I- I'm just curious. Like, yeah, me too. I-, I I wonder in what ways he like connects to the character. But and um <laughs> a funny thing, I think. PETA put out today that um, Guardians 3 is like a wonderful movie to go see <laughs> because <laughs> that's great of like, that's you know, so the funny. message that it has. And they're like, yeah, yes. see Guardians. <laughs> that's, that's, that's you know, so funny. That's, that's a really, that's a fair point. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> oh, one little thing, which I'm curious if, if either of you notice it, which kind of shocked me because afterwards I saw three different people voice uh, Rocket in this movie. Yes. Because we see like him at different points in his life. Oh, so someone yeah. named Noah Raskin, I think it was, voices baby Rocket. And then I think Sean Gunn does, yeah. does uh, the young middle Rocket. rocket yeah. And then Bradley yeah. still does uh, adult Rocket, which for what it's worth, they didn't sound like three different people. No. But, they sounded so similar that to my like audio editing ear, it sounded like they had taken someone and just pitched their voice up. Like I heard a little bit of the like artifacting, like when you pitch something up in audition a little bit too much. So I was surprised to hear, I'm assuming Noah Raskin is like a young person. Um, I was surprised to hear that. Did, did anyone find the voice like a little like computery on rocket specifically? Because I did, um, I did kind of. My ear kept getting caught on that. Maybe uh, with the baby rocket, but actually, the, yeah. the teenage rocket I thought was Bradley Cooper doing like a kid voice. Yeah, I yeah, it was, that it was also very too. well done. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, to be fair, I don't have as great as hearing. I, I don't have as great of hearing as you do, but um, I totally. To be honest, I didn't 
know they were three different people, I think that I didn't process that during the credits. So if you just told me that they were playing with pitch, like engineering it or just like having um, the same person do all the voices, I would have been like, yeah, that makes sense. So I I might have heard it during like the baby rocket, like Palazzo said, but I thought Teen Rocket was pretty, pretty uh, yeah, it, it wasn't distracting. I think I was just surprised to see that different people had voice because mm-hmm. my brain heard it and I was like, oh, yeah, they pitched them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I had one more thing to say. Last Go for thing, it. I promise. But since we do video games on, on this podcast, too, yes. um, for the people out there, if you love like the Guardians trilogy, um, I played the video game about a year or two ago, I think last year it came out but um it is just as good the writing and the storytelling highly recommend playing that if you like love these characters and want more of them that that game from beginning to end is phenomenal so like that's that's, good to know yeah it's fun i've been dying to play it i just haven't had the time and the gameplay is fun too but the story is the standout for sure yeah there's just so many games on the list to play but i would love that sounds awesome i'd love to play it also, just just a hand to uh, to James Gunn, I guess, for pitching this in the first place, because yes. um, like the Guardians were a relatively obscure like line of comics. Yeah. Most of the time, the Guardians aren't even this lineup of people. It's usually a totally different lineup. And so I think I think they picked like great people and we got some some cool movies out of it. But he's doing that with DC uh, too, some obscure properties he's bringing yeah, to light. I'm, I'm excited to see where that goes because to be totally frank with you, like I could not be less interested in the DC movies. Like I think <laughs> the last one I saw was Batman versus Superman and I haven't bothered with anything. But that that's like the Suicide Squad stuff. That whole thing is going away like the dc yes yes universe. Yeah. this is james gunn's universe now and after yeah. seeing yeah. his movie guardians 3 i'm like I, I care about superman now i'm like okay i'm on board yeah. I'll, I'll see what you do that's that's why i'm curious to see like i'm curious to see him in a kevin feige like position with yeah. the mm-hmm. dc characters because i feel like so far like there have been some okay ones like i wonder woman was really good uh, the first one, I never saw the other one. I but, heard the like, other one was not. Well, the best great. DC yeah. movies recently have nothing to do with the shared universe. The Batman yeah. and Joker yeah. are the best yeah. movies. And yeah. Suicide Squad, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. But I'm excited to see what he does with it. Uh, I It might actually get me to, to go to the theater for it. Um, <laughs> I, I have historically found Superman to be a deeply uninteresting character. So I'm excited to see where but he Crypto's takes going to be in it. So I'm going to go for the dog. Oh, okay. Well, we got to go for the dogs. <laughs> but I think we're ready for a vote at this point. So, in the case of Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, how do we vote? Uh, yeah, for me, it's, it's a should buy it, though. I think it's it's a super fun movie. Um, it's not like the deepest movie on the planet, but it has enough emotion. It has enough fun. Um, I I enjoyed it a lot. I I don't know where it'll land in terms of like my overall ranking with uh, like the entire trilogy, but regardless, it's one of the better Marvel movies that we've gotten lately. Um, and it's a, it's a really good movie in its own right outside of like the Marvel universe. I just, I enjoy this trilogy. Um, no complaints. I, I had a good time. I had a great time. It didn't make me cry or anything, but uh, it, it did make me care. And uh, that's, that's a wonderful thing. So, yeah, you should buy it, though, for me. Yeah, uh, I yeah. agree, except it did make me cry. Um, but that's <laughs> it made me cry and care. But, yeah, I like I said before, this movie was really enjoyable from start to finish. And they it really made me care and had me really invested on the state and the action of these characters. I think definitely you should buy it, though. It was, like I said, just super enjoyable and the theater made it like really great just being in the theater with like the big screen and the big speakers i think you should buy it though yeah it did make me cry also <laughs> i saw yeah. that one part um yeah it's 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 a great movie it cares it's yeah i think um when it comes to all the guardians movies i, I don't know the order yet i love all of them about equally right now yeah uh, it's definitely in my top 10 mcu like with the other mcu movies mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. for this year in movies it's like my second or third favorite i still like john wick more nice. but it's it's one of the best movies that's come out so far this year so you should buy it though 
Yeah. So in the case of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, you should buy it, though. That's nice. What a, what a, what a pleasant conversation about a, a pleasant movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. So... Before we step into the spoiler zone, hi, if you enjoyed this and you want to help us pay for movie tickets, uh, go check out <laughs> patreon.com slash should I buy. Uh, we're in the process of revamping stuff there and we're trying to bring you episodes more consistently. So your patronage helps a ton with that kind of stuff. But we are not going to sound the alarms to talk about the last like one or two things that we wanted spoiler to chat about that we alert. couldn't without spoiling. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right. We're in the spoiler zone. Turn this off if you haven't seen the movie yet. Or if you don't care, I guess keep listening. <laughs> um, so, Nick, I, I wanted to talk firstly about um, your qualms with the very end of the movie, which says Peter Quill re- will return, right? Ugh, um, yeah. I told, because I'm, I'm right there with you where, like, I kind of don't want any more Guardians. Like, leave it alone. I thought it was a good ending. Um I, I think the reason it spe- specifies Peter Quill as opposed to the Guardians is likely they're just going to use that character in like an Avengers movie. That's what I was thinking, yeah. especially since he's on Earth. I yeah. was and like, I think honestly, I'm fine with that as opposed to them doing like now if they try to do a Peter Quill movie. I don't know how I feel about that. But if it's just he shows up in the Avengers and like is a part of Kang Dynasty, a Star Lord TV show. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah. Oh, can Star-Lord just... mow the lawn on Earth? <laughs> Never had to do it. It wasn't specifically an issue with Star-Lord. It's just like all of these characters had a very satisfying ending. And I'm like, you don't need to touch them again. Like, we, Rocket and his version of the Guardians, like, they're going to go on adventures together. And, like, Peter yeah. Quill's going to um, be on Earth as a grandpa for a little bit. And, you know, Gamora's got her team. And... Um, the others are fixing up nowhere. It's like it, it, they all have yeah. such a good like they're going their own ways. They had their thing, their run. It was a good time. We don't need to keep making more stuff yeah, with yeah. them. But at the same time, I get it. Like people love these characters. Like they could pop in every once in a while. But what, what do endings yeah. mean anymore? You know. Mm. Also, I'm pretty sure he's like on like a seven or ten movie contract or whatever, so they oh, probably God. had to use him again the- or something. I don't know. I will say, um, um, James Gunn redeemed Star Lord for me because after Infinity War, yeah. I wanted nothing to do with him. I'm like, I, I hate this character, but he he made me believe again. And also the video That's game fair. too. I'm like, wait, this is a good character. Why did I hate him? And maybe it's because like another director got his hands on him. It, I I don't know. Maybe but. I do believe James Gunn had a hand in everything in Infinity War. I think right. it was Endgame where he didn't really have as much of a say because that was after he got fired. Gotcha. Which also like fuck Disney for that. <laughs> like come on. <laughs> but whatever. Um, also, I believe most of the cast, if not like all of the core cast, has like explicitly said that they would not do a Guardians without James Gunn in the future. So I'm pretty sure they're like safe as far as being touched. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? Uh, the mouse has got money, which mouse, please go use it against Ron DeSantis. You don't, <laughs> you don't need to pay Dave Bautista. He has enough money. He's good. Go, <laughs> go exterminate whatever's happening down there. please. <laughs> they're trying. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. I like, I'm, I'm fine with it, especially if it's like just for an Avengers where it's like, oh, like it's good to see him like show up and help in. I do feel like I, I liked his character a lot more. Obviously, a lot of people hated him because he kind of <laughs> single handedly cost us uh, the, the war with Thanos. Yeah. But I also understand it. Uh, I guess uh, I'm, I'm glad that they, they showed that he's not just like a total uh, airhead at all times uh, yeah. a little bit more. They reminded us of that, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there were one or two other spoilery things that we wanted to chat about. Um, well, for me, like, the only ending where I wasn't so sure was Mantis. Like, it was cool, but I felt like they've been setting up her and Drax as such a pair that I was left wanting instead of being like, cool, good for Mantis. You know what I mean? I was like, but Why? So that was my only, and that might have just been like a me thing where I was like, like, yeah, I guess it's cool, but also like they're, they've established like their family now. It just, it, it made me more kind of confused in the moment than like, 
oh, cool. You know what I mean? I had a feeling that's that's uh, what you were alluding to. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm. I think I'm fine with it. I do think it comes a little out of left field as far that's as like I mean. things that might have been rushed. Like I feel like a lot of the disbanding of them was kind of like whoa. Like some of them, I was like, makes perfect sense. Like him going back to Earth to see his grandpa. Yeah. Um, Rocket stay. Like you know, like a, a, a lot of them made it made a fair amount of sense. Um, but they were a little like um. Not as built up, but also if you were building up them disbanding from like the previous movie, then like what kind of movies would we have been watching? No, no. But like even if there were one or two moments of Mantis like wondering what's out there, like and and instilling that want for adventure and exploration, because I felt like what was there was her want to remain with the family and her want to remain all together with Rocket very much alive. So it definitely did come out of left field for me for her to be like, cool, actually, exploration. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I felt like she spent the whole movie in a place where it's like, but we need to all be together like we love each other and we're family and that's what families do. So I just felt confused. Yeah, I, I do think there's also something which is kind of like the the reason she gives. I do think there's something to be said about the fact that like she's never been on her own. Mm-hmm. So then it's it's the question of like, oh, like what do I actually want? Like, you know, I'm doing everything for these other people, but what do I want? Right. Well, yeah, yeah that was the whole thing. All she's known yeah. is like serving people and helping others. And she kind of yeah. just wanted to do something for herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do think wild like artifact or not or that's the wrong word but you'll you'll understand what i mean a wild like outcome of the way that the mcu has now sprawled into disney's like disney plus ambitions is like you know now you have to watch tv shows like loki and wandavision and whatever to like understand what's going on in the movies which i like because i prefer tv to movies most of the time but uh like the guardians of the galaxy christmas special was like kind of essential canon to like a a few things in this movie like if you didn't watch it like they were not helpful like that was just crazy because i remember we had a friend with us that didn't watch it and we were like oh yeah no in the christmas special it gets revealed that mantis is his sister and he was like oh in the Christmas special, we were like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And apparently oh that is wow. poor lore as well. I didn't watch a Christmas special. I thought I was just forgetting something from the second movie. I'm like, no, oh, maybe that's they what he thought too. Yeah. It's wow. like, it's part. So it's not the entirety of the plot of the Christmas special, but it's a huge part where like, I'm not going to spoil wow. it, but like Mantis finds out and then it's like, oh, but it's Christmas. Like, what if he doesn't like the news? Like, whatever. So it's like a whole thing. And so... Yeah, they just really were just like, and everyone should have watched the Christmas special. So moving on, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it was also fun fact. It was shot at the same time as this, which is why the set and Groot and everything is identical. Mm-hmm. Um, so That's... like I think they took like a day or two or whatever, like while they were already on set and just strung up the Christmas decorations and then shot it there. That's fun. That's another Star Wars like thing because Star Wars did a Christmas special back when yeah. the original trilogy came out too. <laughs> yeah, they did. And it, <laughs> oh my god. Oh I my will god. say, Nick, <laughs> if if you're down for it at some point, I mean maybe wait for Christmas or whatever, but like it is a it's a really fun special. Yeah, I'll watch it's, it. It's it's sure. very Guardians. Yeah. It's, um, it's fun. We heard Groot for the first time. The audience. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Hannah, so I, I don't know if you guys. saw, I saw like the confirmed explanation for why Groot says something else at the end. I did not. Yeah, okay, I saw He's it. still saying I am Groot, but it's the audience hearing him for the first time. That makes sense. I yeah, kind of figured that was the him case. Now. Yeah. 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 I figured that was the case. Um, I thought it was cute. I oh, Speaking of, Groot did a lot of things this movie that he has never done in previous ones. Yeah. What did oh you my guys god, think wait, I love giant Groot at the end. I thought yeah. that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, what did you guys think about that? Like there was the the wings, there was yeah. the like mul- like general grievous type shit I with the it. multiple I guns. It. I thought that was really cool. I was like, "Oh wow, they're going like balls to the wall with things Groot can do." I mean, I heard two different theories online. I think it's because he technically is like a different Groot. He was born again, yes. so he's it's technically not- like his son. Right. It's not the same Groot we knew from the first one, but also how he grew up. I don't know if this is true, but I heard mm-hmm. someone theorize that based on like his surroundings and the people that mm-hmm. he grew with, he kind of morphed his body 
to look like that. So he's like buff in this movie because he yeah. hung around yeah. Thor for so long, you know. Um, yeah. And a lot of what he could do is adapted from like his surroundings and the people around mm-hmm. him. I will say, uh, I I think his new appearance was like a uh, uh, I liked his new abilities, especially at the end. I like his appearance at the end when he's massive. But yes. like I found his new appearance deeply unsettling when I, especially when I saw it in the Christmas special. Cause like there's no explanation. Like you just suddenly see him like I'm expecting regular Groot, and then you see what looks like a dude in like a costume that, that you would see at like Disney. That was my only thing, and it like weirded me out. That was Chad my only Groot. thing where I feel like practical effects were a little too heavily handed into it. Like it really just looked like a man in a suit, whereas Groot before used to be like, no, that's Groot. And I forgave it in the Christmas special because I thought they had a limited budget for the Christmas special, and then I started watching, and I was like, oh no, that's just Groot now. Okay. <laughs> I, I think because we saw the Christmas special, I had time to acclimate to it, so I wasn't weirded out by it in this movie. But I remember when I saw it in the Christmas special, I was deeply uncomfortable. Yeah. And I there's was like, one what shot the where he like that? he's in the background yeah. and you just see him like run like really quick. <laughs> and I was like, that is my sleep paralysis. Like <laughs> No, like, literally, you just see him and you're just like, What the fuck is that? Is that Groot? Like Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I like. Uh, I didn't. Want, I like his face. So I, don't I, know. I'm I know into his face it now. Is, I just. I needed time. You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, John has heard me say this more than once, but like, I would have loved to see in the ending sequence some more Mama Raccoon action mm-hmm. from Rocket because it was so like sweet and touching when he saw those baby raccoons at the end and put them all on his back like a mother raccoon i was like oh my god i would have just loved to see like another callback to it when they were partying at the end like him like feeding them all or something because it was just so sweet i was just like oh my god totally thought they were toast too as soon as he did that and i heard the guy coming, I was like, oh, they're fucked. They're so I mean, I, I knew, obviously, because he wasn't, the, the high evolutionary wasn't dead yet. And he's having yeah. this slow emotional moment on the ship. I knew he was coming. Like, yeah. like I was just waiting for it. It, it didn't take me by surprise at all. Mm-hmm. But I did think Rocket was going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, See, and I was surprised he, he didn't. And then the thing that we alluded to earlier, I obviously, I was like, there's no way they kill, like, I'm like, they could kill Quill, but like, there's no way they kill him just by like letting him float away in space. And then when his face started swelling, I was like, oh my God, they're actually going to kill him. And we're about to watch this man explode into like gory chunks. Yeah. What the hell is going on in this movie right now? <laughs> yeah, uh, no, yeah. I was like, the I was like, I could have seen them like trying to save him and it being slightly too late. Yeah. But for me, I definitely, I thought they were going to save Rocket as far as him being in his like, they were going to get him out of the coma. He wasn't going to die in a yeah, coma. Like they that were going to get him sense. out of the coma. Yeah, but, but I thought I he was totally going to die in the thought, fight. Yeah, because when he came back with a vengeance and he was like, "We're going to fuck this," like we're going to fuck him up. I was like, that would be like I would understand if he died trying to save all of the other experiments yeah, I, I was on the ship. It, like, to be honest, um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think Rocket was going to die because they were very heavy handed in the marketing that this movie was going to feature Rocket heavily. So I'm like, nah, they're they're pushing that a lot. So I I think he's safe. I did think Hmm. Peter Quill was going to die. But then, you know, when he started blowing up at the end, I'm like, okay, maybe maybe not this way. (laughs) Maybe not. Uh, But it led to the beautiful Jesus moment with the fingers touching. I thought that was hilarious. We also have just, uh, I just got Hannah into Avenue 5, which if you haven't seen it on HBO, it's great. It's about like basically a space cruise um, and then stuff starts going wrong and people start dying. And a lot of people die in like airlocks and then break oh, apart God. into like frozen chunks. So <laughs> yeah. I think the imagery was fresh in my head and I was like, no! It was fresh in my head as well. <laughs> no, but I was going to say for a moment, I totally thought Nebula was toast when she stayed behind to steer the ship. I wasn't sure if she was like staying behind to sacrifice herself because she was the only one that could steer it away from people. And I was like, oh, is that what's happening? I'm I was like glad that they didn't just because of how it went. But that would have been a very powerful moment as well. And I totally thought for a second I was like, oh, shit, like she's going to sacrifice herself right now. I like that the movie was full of those moments where, like, it wasn't like, a, oh, he's going to be fine. It was like, I don't know what's going on. This could, yeah. this could go yeah. bad. Even um, him being put I, in danger had, like, heart to it because the reason he, like, was in that situation is because he went back to get his 
um, music, his recorder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It. And that's yeah, kind of what made yeah. him fall behind. And then he gave it to Rocket in the end. I'm like, that is so sweet. Yeah, I know. Yes. I loved it. Also, I had a great time. Like, I, I really enjoyed seeing Gamora defend Rocket. I could tell it was like a big moment for her because she was like, Ugh, I don't care. I just want to get picked up. But she still like has the empathy for the group to take action when someone's trying to steal Rocket. Because yeah. with where she was at, especially with her emotional journey of Quill, like pining after the old Gamora and trying to like get it through his thick skull that like she's like that's not who I am I'm sorry but it's not she totally could have just let it happen and just gotten picked up by her crew and left but I really enjoyed watching her save him yeah I I like the way they integrated her in this film I definitely think she took a back seat here but it made sense considering what happened yeah and I like you know you get the little like nod at the end which is like just enough to be like, oh, that's a nice moment to include, but not enough to be like, they're totally going to get back together. Like, I like yeah. that it's open-ended, that it's like, they probably won't work out again. Or maybe they could, right? Like, depending on what they get up to next, who knows? But, like, Peter's gone. Like, I don't, you know, it's totally possible that they never, ever see each other again. And I think that's fine. Like, I, I like yeah. the balls to do that. I thought it was yeah. realistic. I mean, they yeah, finally exactly. taught him how to move on. Like, no, this is not the same person. And. She yeah. made that very clear and just how how they treated her character was was perfect in this movie. Yeah. It also was really sweet uh the like housewarming she got when she went back because a lot of them spent the entirety of the movie kind of judging her for not understanding what it's like to have a found family and then you find no she does and I thought that that was a really sweet moment um, to see her also like going home to her found family because they could have just when everyone group hugs at the end, they could have had her join in. Right. But she smiled and she acknowledged and she was like, that's a really sweet like moment for them. And I'm going to go have a moment with my found family. Yeah. And I liked that a lot. And Sean Gunn had a nice moment, too, where he saw like the vision of Yondu like telling him yeah, to do the, really like the whistle thing like oh use your heart or whatever i was like oh yeah, that's yeah. his nice. journey was really interesting and really cool yeah i liked it a lot i just love yondu a lot me too. i know yeah. dude brock in uh god of war reminds me so much of yondu it's ridiculous <laughs> just like yeah. you gotta finish that what's, i know what's the line from the second movie it's like oh i might not be your father but i am your daddy <laughs> yeah yeah I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, that was my favorite. <laughs> Is he cool? Yeah, he's cool. Oh, <laughs> uh, mm. yeah, that's sad. Okay. Uh, anything <laughs> else, guys, or are we good for today? I think we're I good. I think we're good. I'm good. Yeah, I think we're good. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out and talking. Always a pleasure. Um, mm-hmm. Like we said earlier, if you enjoy what we do here and you want to support and help us bring more of this to you more frequently and uh, all of that good stuff, please feel free to check out patreon.com slash should I buy. Uh, also, feel free to check out our other podcast, Dungeons and Drimbus. Our third season, Your Honor, is about to hit its act two finale. And there are some wild, great moments in there mm-hmm. featuring some amazing performances by uh, both of these people here with <laughs> me right now. So, uh, yeah, feel free to go check it out. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we'll talk at you real soon. Goodbye. 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 Thank you.